here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome back to the Gambling with Gold podcast. My name is Jason Gold, and as always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, how are we doing this Friday after Thanksgiving? Man, I'm tired as hell. Uh, a lot of grub. <laughs> okay football, but uh, yeah, man, I got tons of leftovers. We were talking about before the show, man. I, I know, understand that your brie was a hit. Um, had some, also some sweet potato casserole, so props to you and uh, chefing it up over there. Oh, yeah. Yesterday was a lot of eating. Started off early. Little Mel's Diner. Uh, got a patty hey. melt to start the day. A little 10 a.m. patty melt. Love oh, yeah. a 10 a.m. patty melt. <laughs> came, came in strong. That is a tradition. That is year 14 of us going to Mel's. Uh, that is our classic breakfast move. Uh, yeah. Came home. Did a lot of cooking. Did a lot of football watching. Uh, lost some money on the Bears. Then the I Raiders came in with a absolute upset. Uh, killing a lot of survivor pools uh, in the way. Uh, great game. Great fun. And then the night game. Uh, absolute trash, but across the board, <laughs> at least for myself, great on the props. The morning was all about the Montgomery over on receiving totals. The afternoon game, I had all the Pollard over receiving totals. Those all hit. Yeah. And then at night, my biggest bet, I actually had a buddy who's in Vegas, who's getting married today in Vegas. Weird move. Congrats. Love it. Uh, <laughs> he, he put a big, big bet on Josh Allen over 32 and a half uh, rushing yards last night. So oh, he ended up with that. 40. Love that. Uh, excited to talk about uh, week 12, the rest of the games. Anything that so you're curious. looking forward to in particular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So curious, did your buddy get a Black Friday discount for getting married in Vegas on Friday? Like, it's pretty I, random to go no. after Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't know. I I love the move. He and his wife wanted to elope, and instead they're doing nice. 30 family members in Vegas, did Thanksgiving in Vegas. Oh, uh, shout dope. out to okay, them. Cool. Yeah, yeah they're cool. doing the whole thing. And they're flying their ass to Paris tomorrow, so... Nice little uh, week for them. That's some boss Pretty shit. Good. I love it. Yeah, absolutely boss shit. All right, uh, let's move on to the Friday games. We're going to go with our top five against the spread. Then we'll talk about some other bets we like and then some leans at the end. Danny Boy, what's your number one bet? Steelers plus four versus the Cincinnati Bengals, man. The Steelers team continues to be dogs, and I love it. Um, they've been very profitable for me this season. Their Steelers are 4-1 against the spread in their last five road games. And there's almost 70% of the cash of the Sharps on Pittsburgh here. Haven't seen enough from the Cincinnati Bengals to give me confidence that they're ready to roll over and take over this division, beating the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers here. And even without TJ Watt, man, this defense is still pretty good. And uh, I think they'll find a way to keep Joe Burrow and those three receivers in check. Um, yeah, this is a good spot for the Steelers here at four points. Uh, I'm going to take it. The state of Ohio is owned and has been owned by Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin, traditionally. It's been a long time, yeah. The Bengals destroyed the Steelers earlier in the season. Now the Steelers are coming off. They're getting some defensive players back. They have to be a little healthier than last week. They're right. catching four or four and a half in some contests out there. Uh, this is a perfect rah-rah Mike Tomlin spot, man. Four and a half points, that seems way too high. We talked about this on the Tuesday show. Uh, seemed a little fishy that it was above three. We thought that it would be opened at three and then the market would take it where it took it. Uh, it's a four, four and a half. Uh, looks like it came down a half point based on the fact that 71% of the money is on the Steelers here. So, uh, yeah, 
I am with you on the Steelers. That is my number four pick of the week. And uh, yeah, super excited to see. Uh, well, it's going to be gross. We love betting on gross stuff. <laughs> ben Roethlisberger. I'm taking the under on this game because I'm not expecting a whole lot of scoring here, man. Ben Roethlisberger in that offense, although he's looked better, this, they're still not putting, they're still not doing work the way that they, they've they been doing in the past. For what it's worth, at DraftKings right now, Pittsburgh plus three and a half over under 44 and a half uh, with a little bit of 115 on the juice towards the under. So looks like this is probably going to hit 44. If you want to bet the under, I'd probably do it now. Yeah. Three and a half, it's coming down, man. It's coming in our favor. So if you can see that four or four and a half out there, go ahead and smash that bet button. Absolutely. Yes, sir. All right, we talked about it on the Tuesday show. My number one pick, I'm not changing now. Give me Tampa Bay, minus three. Uh, I already bet this at two and a half. I bet it at three. There are some spots that where this is three and a half. I saw three and a half at DraftKings this morning. It is now minus three, minus 115, so a little buyback on Indy there. Uh, look, we talked about Tom Brady on the road. Not a great matchup, but inside the Dome, I think he'll be in a much better spot. Vita Vea coming back. I think that this Colts running game is going to have some issues. We don't know the, the status of Quentin Nelson. There's a chance that he does not play in this game. It's going to force Carson Wentz to throw the ball. And I do not want to be betting on the Indianapolis Colts in a situation where you're forcing Carson Wentz to throw the ball. Bad matchup. I think that the Indianapolis defense is going to have trouble stopping Tom Brady in this passing game. Uh, I think the Bucs are just, they're rolling, man. This is when it starts. And Indy's a little hyped, too hyped after that win at Buffalo last week. Also, this shouldn't really factor into the handicap, but fuck it, because I watched it last night. I watched the Hard Knocks for the Indianapolis Colts, which is really, really good, actually. But that team was so juiced to avenge that playoff loss in Buffalo last season. I think they spent a lot of energy getting right and getting up for that game. And they might have partied themselves out a little bit. I think this is a really, really down spot for the Colts. So give me the Bucks minus three, best bet of the week. Wow. See, man, I was on, I was riding with you uh, beginning of the week, but I had a change of heart yesterday. Maybe it's the trip to fan. I don't know, but man, I, I'm decided to go with the Colts plus three. It's really because like, I think the sharps, they're just really into the bucks right now. And like we saw last week, man, like the sharp money kind of got their ass beat a little bit. Um, 76 of them, 76% of the, the cash is on the bucks right now. Um, but the Colts nine and two, at home against uh, non-conference opponents this season. And these teams are pretty comparable defensively. I know that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have this stout run defense and, you know, they, they are getting Vatavea back, but I don't know, man. I think that if there's one time that you're going to rely on Carson Wentz and his arm, this would be it because that Tampa Bay secondary is utterly trash. Um, but these defenses are pretty similar in total D total defensive DVOA. Tampa Bay is seventh and Indianapolis is ninth. So I think we could see the Colts actually give Tom Brady some struggles there. They still don't have Antonio Brown there. Uh, we saw Leonard Fournette kind of struggle last game. Say so he's going to make it right this game, but that's a pretty, pretty good rush defense that they're going up against in the Colts at home. So uh, yeah, I'm going to go the other way, man. So we're, we're going to go head to head on this one. It's going to be fun. That's fine. Give me Tampa Bay. Give me Tom Brady anytime ever against the Colts it's usually worked out for him pretty well so uh yeah yes, I will has. take I will take Tampa Bay all right before we move on to our next picks let me talk about some champions around business real quick round three go enter right now take a picture DM us to confirm that you are in one of the contests and you will be eligible to win a Dan Marino Orlando Pace or Michael Vick full-sized helmet signed 
Those are awesome, awesome giveaways. Go ahead and do that right now. Contests are closing next Thursday. Most of them are almost closed right now, which is great for us, but bad for you if you want to go try and make some money with us. So go ahead and jump into those contests right now. Also, we have a seven stakes contest running on Sunday, the Giants and Eagles game. Uh, we are giving away a Jalen Hurts signed jersey. So go ahead and hop into that contest. I believe there are two or three spots open right now. So good luck to all of you out there who want to play with us at Champions Round. Uh, we're happy to have you and go ahead and jump into those contests uh, ASAP. All right. Dan, why don't we go to uh, is Indianapolis your number two pick of the week? That was my number two pick of the week. Yikes. All right. All right. Then I'll, uh, I'll go with my <laughs> Yikes. I'll go with my number two. <laughs> this is. I think that you're on this with me. Houston Texans minus two and a half. Uh, I'll say it like this very simply. I like Tyrod at home. Zach Wilson. We've seen these quarterbacks come back from injuries. They're rusty. He's still not very good. Uh, you're giving me less <laughs> than a field goal at home with this Texans team that can, has proven that they are capable of playing well with Ty God behind center. So I'll let you do the rest of the handicap because I'm pretty sure that you're on the Texans with me here. I am on the Texans with you. This is my number three bet. Um, how bad is Zach Wilson? So as the starting quarterback for the New York Jets, Zach, in the losses that Zach Wilson has endured, he's lost by an average margin of 23 points. Jesus. Now, you put it mildly. He, he sucks, but he is he is horrible. Horrendous. Any any word you could, you could use to describe Zach Wilson, a quarterback for the Jets, is just awful. He hurts all the skill positions. So if you're playing fantasy, I know there's Michael Carter's not playing this week, but Elijah Moore, it's been a fun ride, bro. But honestly, see ya. Here goes your fantasy value right here. Um, Zach Wilson's awful. We saw the Texans play really well um, over the last couple of weeks. Tyrod Taylor looks like he's got his mojo back. I'm with you here. Fading the Jets. Give me the Texans minus two and a half all day. All day. Right now, uh, 63% of the bets and 76% of the money are also on the Texans. No shocker there. Great spot for them. And if you want to get a little spicy in Survivor if you're still in some contests, throw it on the Texans. Hey, Why not? This I is like the time, that. right? This is absolutely the time. Yeah, you're never going to get another chance to use them this year, so you might as well give it a go right now. All right, uh, my number three pick of the week, I am going against... My boy, Justin Herbert, we're going to go on the Denver Broncos plus three. Look, Chargers got a big win last week. This is what they do. Every game is close in division at mile high. I expect to see a very low scoring game. I think the Broncos can pull this one out. I already bet a little bit on the money line. But even then, I expect this to be really close. Uh, give me Denver plus three. I think that the running game can do a lot of great things against this Chargers defense that we know is terrible against the run. I do not have full trust in Joe Lombardi and the Chargers offense yet to maximize the skill position players that they have. Uh, yeah, just just a bad spot, I think, for them coming off of that huge win against the Steelers. Uh, yeah, so give me Denver plus three and give me the under 48 also, which I actually think may be a better bet in this game. Yeah, we talked about this one on Tuesday, and I was definitely leaning towards the, the, uh, the, the Denver Broncos here, but this is a stay away from me, man. I just can't trust... I don't know what's going on in Denver and you know, they're while they're in mile high, they do play better at, at home, but yeah, this team has just been dog shit ever since the first three games pretty much. Um, but I, I don't know. We'll see how this is really going to be a, a really interesting spot for the chargers uh, as they're still in that race for the AFC West division. So yeah, curious to see how this pans out, but Justin Herbert off of a great last game, hopefully he keeps, he keeps it rolling, but uh, could definitely see Denver keeping it within three points. All right, what is your number four pick of week 12? 
Number four pick, going with a teaser here. Going with the Packers plus two versus the LA Rams and then the Seahawks plus one and a half against the Washington football team. So Packers home dogs versus the Rams after after how horrible they looked. Sign me up for that. I'll take Rodgers with a plus eight. Um, this is a, a, a good good team that could be getting Aaron Jones back, which I think is really helpful for their run game. Um, not going to be surprised that this is going to be a shootout. Um, Matt Stafford does have familiarity playing in Lambeau. Hasn't been the best success, but at least he, he knows how to play in those cold conditions, um, being that he's been in L.A. for the last you know several months. But, yeah, eight points to the, to the Rams here on the Green Bay Packers that are this good. Sign me up for that. Um, also, the Seahawks, we talked about on Tuesday, man. They're in do-or-die mode at this point. If they lose this game, you can pretty much hang it up for Russell Wilson this season. Um, but as bad as Seattle has been, they're only allowing 20.9 points per game to opposing uh, opposing teams, and which is actually seventh fewest in the NFL. So you're pretty much banking on the Washington football team to beat them by seven and a half points. I'm not buying it. Um, Washington football team only has one win over uh, greater than a margin of seven and a half points, and that was an outlier game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So every game that the Washington football team has been in that they've won has been close. So I think that the, the Seahawks can definitely get it right. Keep it within seven and a half points here. Okay. So we're moving the Green Bay Packers who are plus, I got plus one and a half at DraftKings, but you see a plus two on the board. You're going to bring them yeah. to eight and we're going to bring the Seahawks Monday night football plus one and a half at Washington to seven and a half. I love both those sides. Absolutely want to bet that, uh, that teaser. That's a great one. There are actually, surprisingly, there are a lot there's a of... Few th- we were talking about, there's a few teasers on the board here. Um, yeah, I'm a little surprised because we don't have these big spreads. So it's mostly you're going to take a close dog and bring them up. You're not going right. to have these short favorites and bring them down. So right. let's see. It, I mean, you could get Indianapolis plus... Jets plus eight and a half. You probably don't want to do. Giants, we'll talk about later, to nine and a half. Miami to eight. Uh, you can bring New England down to a half. A lot of these are... Interesting. We might have a lot of these. I'll probably tweet them out after the weekend. Uh, All right. We already talked through my number four pick, which was Pittsburgh. So my number five pick of the week, I'm a little, I'm torn here. And I was going to let you pick, but I already know which side you're going to go here. So I'm going to (laughs) go with the other one. I will go the New York Giants plus three and a half against against Philadelphia. (laughs) Uh, I don't love this one. Remember, there were three games yesterday. There's not a whole lot of action to be out there. I feel much better about my first four than I do this one. I just think that this is probably a half point too high. I think the Eagles, although they're riding high, they're a good team. The Giants are coming off of this loss to Tampa Bay. I think it's a good buy back spot on the Giants and a little bit of a fade on the Eagles. I don't necessarily think that the matchup is super in favor of the Giants here. I just think that the line is inflated enough where I'm getting some value. That's about my handicap here. If you want to stay away, that's fine. I do like the Giants nine and a half at home as a teaser piece. That makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, maybe you don't want to get in on this game with me. Yeah, I, I don't want to get in on that game with you. I mean, I do want to get on the game, just not on your side of the game. Um, going with the birds here. Outside of the the Indianapolis Colts over the last three games, this team has been the most dominant run game run offense in the league. Um, averaging 211 over their last three. There's no way in hell the Giants are going to be able to stop these guys. Um, I don't care. I mean, at this point, Danny Dimes is at home. Cool Saquon Barkley's back. Kadarius Tony got hurt again. 
Galladay does next to nothing. There's nothing about this new New York Giants offense that gets me excited that they're going to win any games. And I talked about it last week. This Eagles pass defense is legit. They've been shutting people down. Darius Slay has been an animal, taking pick sixes to the house. There's no chance that the uh, the Giants are going to keep it within three and a half points here. I do don't I don't mind the teaser play though at nine and a half. I think that's a little bit more interesting, but. Um, yeah, I can't trust these giants and I'm going riding bird gang all day here. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's go to some other bets. We like Then We'll talk about some lanes. Uh, I already gave you guys the Denver chargers under 48 other two totals. I really like this week jets Houston over 44. I think there will be some scoring in this game, mostly based on turnovers. I could see Houston putting up a 30 burger in this one. I actually might bet this Houston over team total. And then give me Cleveland Baltimore Sunday night football under 47. This is all based on injuries from both sides. I just don't like the way that either offense has been looking. Lamar's going to play, but I don't trust him to put up, you know, 28 points yeah. on this Cleveland defense. So give me the under 47 in that one. Yeah, I like that play a lot. And it's really, I just don't know what I'm going to get also on the Cleveland side of the ball here. Um, Baker Mayfield and their offenses definitely look stagnant. They do get Kareem Hunt back, which should help. But uh, going up against Baltimore in a divisional matchup, that, that's going to be a tough one. So I think that's going to be a grinded out type game. Um, I like the over in Seattle and Washington, 47. Uh, I think they were going to see Russ kind of open up the offense a little bit more, get the ball downfield. This running, their running attack has just been next to nothing here. Um, Alex Collins is pretty much washed. So I think they're going to see a lot of Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf um, against this Washington football secondary that can't really generate much of a pass rush without Chase Young. Um yeah, the other one I like, the under in the New England Patriots and Titans game sitting at 44. Uh, I think that's also going to be a slugfest. Uh, we haven't seen much out of this Titans offense uh, in weeks. There's really been their defense that's held it down, similar to the New England Patriots. Uh, both teams love to run the ball. Um, I think this one's going to be one of those low-grinded-out games that you're going to see probably come down to a couple of turnovers that are going to be the game changers in this one. So uh, two good teams going up against each other. Uh, I think there's more lean to towards the Patriots here, but you know, I think it's going to be still a pretty low scoring affair. All right. Speaking of that game, why don't we talk about that off the top when we talk about our leans here, uh, Tennessee plus six and a half at new England. We just talked about the over under 44, 43 and a half. The Titans Patriots are getting 54% of the best 52% of the money. So not much of an advantage there. Although the line has gone from five and a half to six and a half towards the Patriots. Any interest in uh, buying in on the Patriots as a teaser piece here? Yeah, I love buying them down. Uh, I think that that's a really interesting play here because I think ultimately New England's a better football team and they're more they're better coached. And at this point, I trust Mac Jones more than I trust uh, Ryan Tannehill. So yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll, I'll buy into that teaser. I like that a lot. All right. Uh, I kind of like the Titans plus six and a half. I think that the fact that you're on the under here makes me feel even a little bit better about that. Just as it's going to be a close scoring game. Maybe we get right. the Patriots like 23-20, something like that. But the way this Patriots defense is playing and the way that this Titans offense has looked the last couple of weeks, uh, it can get really gross. This game could be, I don't know, 17-0, something like that. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised to see yeah. that. I wouldn't be surprised either, man. Because I don't even know, like on the Titans side of the ball, it's A.J. Brown. He's still going through stuff. He's hobbled, um, though, yeah. He, he's hobbled. And and then you got you don't even know who the running back is. Is it going to be down to Foreman? Or is it going to be Damian Hilliard um, or – uh, is that his name? Damon Hilliard? Something Hilliard. Dante Hilliard? Yeah, Dante Hilliard. That's it. Um, so, yeah. So, like, I don't, 
they're just down to scraps at this point. They waived AP, so I don't know what I'm expecting out of this this Titans offense, but it's not going to be much. So expect a lot of defense here. All right, uh, Carolina at Miami. Carolina currently minus two over under 41 and a half. We have the 73% of the bets and 95% of the money. Oh, boy, on the Panthers. Uh, my Crazy. lean is definitely towards the Panthers here, but the, the Dolphins been playing well. Um, is this a little spicy spot for Tua? Could be, but I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Sharps here. 95% is an absurd amount of money of confidence. Uh, I'm going to back them and, and go Carolina here. I think there's, Cam's got that mojo. Uh, CMC is looking healthy-ish, um, about as healthy as you're going to get midseason. And I think that this Panthers team is actually making a little run here. So as long as that they can, as long as Cam can push the ball down the field a little bit, we saw him find DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson a little bit more over the last couple of weeks. I think this team's going to be a lot better coming forward. So, yeah, I think that the uh, Miami Dolphins, they don't really have much much to uh, go against in, in this in this matchup here. Yeah, we talked about it on the Tuesday show, how much Matt Rule really wants to get the sixth win. 5-11 last year, 5-11 yeah. the year before he came in. The sixth win means a lot. Uh, huge motivational spot, apparently. Kind of weird to be hyped about getting your sixth win, but <laughs> it is. He, he won't shut the fuck up about it. So, uh, yeah, maybe that's a reason to bet on him. I don't know. Uh, I'm drawing a straws right now. Uh, Falcons minus two at Jacksonville over under 45 and a half. Current money, 74% of the bets, 86% of the money. Oh, another one with the uh, Falcons right now. Uh, My lean's towards the Falcons, but uh, yeah, I don't feel good about this game. I definitely will not watch or bet on this one, unless there's some sort of player problem. I did see that Urban Meyer was talking more about using Chenault uh, as a running back, which was interesting. Maybe that might just be the fantasy community getting really hyped, and this is going to get bet through the roof, <laughs> his rushing yards. I've been here before on Chenault props, but it is intriguing. I might look at that on Sunday. Yeah, I I, I played a, a Chenault prop uh, in probably like week three. It was like over – I want to say is, is over under for rushing yards was like one and a half or two or something like that, and it hit. So, I mean, there is definitely a prospect of him getting at least a carry or two in this game, um, maybe seeing like a, a – Debo Samuel light kind of work, but like, let's be honest, Twitter fantasy Twitter is just gassed up LaVisca Chanel all season. He's been a disappointment. Jamal Agnew became like their main dude over him. Uh, so yeah, maybe he gets a spot here, but like, I'm just don't have much confidence in anyone in the Jaguars offense. That's not named James Robinson. Um, they don't have any weapons here, so I don't even know where their offense is really going to be generated from, but props to you. If you, uh, if you have the balls to go for LaVisca Chenault, man, I think we've all been waiting for his season to arrive. So maybe it comes in week 12. Let's, let's, it'll be interesting. Let's see it. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but maybe. I mean, if that, <laughs> if that rushing prop is really one and a half, I might have to do that. Let's see. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to check that out while we're, while we're still talking here because I'm really curious. He's probably got something up. All right. Well, we'll move on to the next game until you find that. We have the Minnesota Vikings at the San Francisco 49ers plus three, plus three and a half towards the Vikings right now. Over under 49 and a half, 61% of the bets, 84% of the money on the Vikings. Yet, curiously, this moved from three to three and a half. Uh, that is a very odd line movement, uh, which would make me skew towards betting the 49ers here. A little RLM classic action network turn, a little reverse line movement. Um, I don't know, man. I, I thought I was going to be on the Vikings, but yeah, I could see after last week. Maybe fading them. This is what Kirk Cousin does. It's up, down, up, down, up, down. San Francisco at home is a favorite, though. I wrote this down somewhere. Kyle Shanahan is a home favorite, 2-13-1. and one. 
Um, yeah, uh, that's gross. But it might be puke worthy enough for us to get in on it. Ah. Gross stuff. Now, now ah. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back. Uh, yeah, I actually like San Francisco in this game, man. They're back at home after that that road trip to to beat Jacksonville. We were off on them. Uh, we were fading them on that road trip, but it didn't look like it made any difference. Um, I love the way that Shanahan has made a conscious effort to get Debo involved in all facets of the game. We've seen Brandon Ayuk finally come back to life. This is the most, I mean, I think the San Franciscos actually might've turned the corner a little bit here. I hated on Jimmy Garoppolo a lot, but he's doing what he needs to do. Um, he's not turned over the ball. And frankly, the San Francisco 49ers offense just got healthy for once. So we don't know about Elijah Mitchell quite yet, but Jeff Wilson held it down. Um, yeah, I, give me this. Give me the San Francisco 49ers here at minus three. Uh, I don't, I don't, as good as the Minnesota Vikings have been, they also have this like bad omen of just unfortunate luck. And that's like, I don't know, it's either going to be Kirk Cousins or it's going to be a Zimmer thing. It's always something with this squad. So, yeah, give me the San Francisco 49ers here. Maybe Shanahan gets some, some new, some new mojo to uh, reverse his, his ATS uh, spread against his ATS performance at home. So, yeah, give me the Niners here. He's got to win one eventually, right? So, yeah, yeah I don't yeah. hate betting San Francisco. If you're going to bet San Francisco, do it now before it's three and a half everywhere. Get right. three in this second. Uh, all right, Sunday Night Football. We were talking about the under 47. Love that. Browns, Ravens. Ravens currently minus three and a half, minus four. Uh, trending towards going to be three and a half. So, any read on this one? For me, personally, kind of a stay away. I just don't know what I'm getting out of either team at this point. Uh, likewise, if I had to lean, I'd probably go Cleveland three and a half just because, you know, you get, you get the hook and I just really don't know what to expect out of Baltimore or Cleveland here. And both defenses are decent. It's a divisional matchup. That's going to matter. Um, now that the, the, the Browns have Kareem Hunt back, uh, why not just pound the rock the entire game? Um, so I definitely, that's why my lean to the under, but yeah, I, I just don't trust the Ravens enough. Like, they've been inching out games all year uh, by small margins, relying on Justin Tucker to get it done. So even if they do want to get this victory, it's probably going to be on the strength of another Justin Tucker, you know, 40, 50-yard bomb to uh, to clinch it. So, yeah, these teams play each other pretty close. Um, I like I like Kevin Stefanski's Browns here to, to cover the spread. Yeah, I, I, the more I think about it, the more that I like this plus four, if I can get it right now. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that, that Hunt and Chubb just run on the ground. Baltimore, we've talked about it all year, yards per play. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL. And you can see Chubb and, and Hunt breaking off a couple, uh, shortening the game, getting in the end zone. Yeah, so give me uh, – I'll take the Browns plus four. Why not? Screw it. All right, Monday Night Football, last game of the week. Seattle plus one at Washington over under 46 and a half. You already talked about how you like this as a teaser piece, especially if you can get it above seven to seven and a half. Uh, yeah. money right now, 38, well, 38% of the bets, 70% of the money on the Seahawks. I guess if you go down with the rush ship this week or might as well end his season. Right. So I think that I'll probably end up on the Seahawks and I'm going to guess that you're going to go that way. Also going Seahawks for sure. All right. We're going down with the rush ship one more time, baby. We tried it last more. week. It did not work. He, he, he did not cook. So hopefully Thanksgiving got him motivated. Russ is ready to cook again. All right, that'll be interesting. So we're doing the Seahawks, Seahawks money line, Seahawks plus seven and a half, and the over. This is what we're doing for Uh, Monday Night Football. That's how we're ending week 12. All right, let's go. All right, that's how we're ending week 12. Uh, That does it for episode 34 of Gambling with Gold. We will be back on Tuesday with our week 13 betting preview. 
Until then, check out the Champions Round app. Go enter all the Round 3 contests. We will have more contests open, more giveaways going on next week. So stay locked in at our Twitter and IG at Champions Round. Uh, until next show, see you later. Good luck with all of your bets. Danny boy, let's make some money this weekend. Let's get it.